working. Packing the fudge. Okay. <laughs> Is it low and to the left? Of course. <laughs> I got spurs. They jingle, jangle, jingle. All right, we've been live for 10 seconds now, so everyone heard that. <laughs> It's, it's, a full, it's a party it's a full, now. Right? It's a full moon night. <clears throat> it know? is. It isn't even up here. <laughs> Greetings and salutations, my lovelies, and welcome to the obelisk. Tonight's guest guests is uh, Suzanne Potter Thomas for her our monthly update, our check-in with reality to see what the hell's going on in the world. We're also joined by our special secondary guest, Adam. Otherwise known as our crew. This our crew. The, crew. the crew. It's the obelisk crew. crew. I said we just make this to show and bring other people in. <laughs> That's right. We roll this way. Get over it. <laughs> well, hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Oh, my goodness. So we had our wild eclipse we've got another the full moon was full during my birthday time 426 oh yeah happy birthday happy well, birthday no, no 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 my birthday was last month last i know last month, month. i don't think on I the full moon. Birthday. and then oh, today the yeah and then today it was full at 426 a.m is the universe oh, trying to talk to me? Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Shit, the universe is ringing all of our bells. Girl. It's, it's, it's interesting crazy. how many times this show corresponds with the full moon. And Nish, I told you all those 426 things, remember? I just looked at our thing today yes. when I texted you and I was like, oh my God, all these 426s keep coming up. The, That's the, hilarious. There is something going on. Yeah. <laughs> Where in the hell is going on? Well. <laughs> <laughs> it is Synchro City, man. I am not even lying. I think I'm getting a contact high from Jerry. <laughs> I'm not high. Dude, Jerry, you just live there. That's what I'm saying. You know, Rick and Morty. Hello, Rick. Oh yeah, <laughs> the universe of a million J's. <laughs> I uh, I haven't smoked weed in a long time, like over a year. Oh my goodness! For like ten seconds for me. Well, you're a high mind. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, what is going on with everyone? <sighs> Keeping track of the crazy. Yeah. Is it possible? No. I mean, I get, I'm overwhelmed one day away and I come back in and I look and I'm like, holy shit, how can this get weirder? <laughs> you know? I am so Flip happy. Fachi. I don't Sorry. share what seems to me from my perspective anyway, everybody else's bizarre addiction to social media and negative bullshit. <sighs> You don't, yeah. I know, but we yeah. got to no, keep I, track of no, what's No, I going get it, on. and I do, I do keep track <laughs> I of know what's going do. on. I just choose not to do it on Twitter, which is you like don't put your emotions into it. Of the universe, yeah. that place is terrible. Oh my god! Right. <laughs> I is. understand though. Um, it's a, it it's is like actually, a I mean, it's it's actually a really good tool uh, to stay in touch and to you know to keep abreast of things. But I think. I think people just feel too empowered to be a bag of dicks to each other uh, on that platform because there's no accountability anywhere on it. 
Well, so. do you notice that the people that are the most foul are usually those behind like weird avatars with weird names? Yeah, they're not yeah. even like out there as some people. You know, openly no, themselves. Course. Of course not, because yeah. if they were themselves, they'd have to be accountable for their behavior, their thoughts, their opinions, and the way they treat the universe around them. So, you know, yeah, of course they're not there with their real names or anything. Everybody, everything about those people screams, I blame you. Yes. Because I'm incapable of being a mature adult and taking responsibility for my own actions and my own feelings and my own words. So, you know, fuck them with a hand grenade. Oh, my goodness, Adam, you are bringing the fireworks tonight. You know, I'm sick of putting up with people's <laughs> rambity bullshit. For crap's sake, who wants to do the heavy lifting for a bunch of people that don't want to lift a finger to do anything about exactly. the situation? Yeah. You know, those are the, the people that as hen. a therapist, I fire from therapy. Go Ooh, see someone Lord. else who wants to who wants their time wasted. You know, this is stop this taking is... time away from people who need the help. I'm with you. Do the work. Yeah, and this has become kind of a systemic thing, actually, oh. which is what you're just saying. But it seems to be getting worse, if you know what I'm saying. It's well, like a, it's bull disease. The government oh. is perpetuating it, and they're enhancing it. Along with CNN, by telling all these people they're victims and yada yada yada. Oh yeah. I was, I'm not sure what it, it, it was something, some movie, I'm, I think maybe from Jerry. Well, you know, these like, uh, you cut out there. They were showing in these, in this movie. Oh, it's a series, the chambers, I think. I think. Uh, which is a very interesting series, by the way. They had these pods, you know, where these like pods where you go and you, your safe pod. And they had that kind of stuff, not as high tech. Uh, uh, I'm not sure who else, but it's very good. And it was just reminded me of how insidious this all is that that this stuff is now in all the pop culture where movies and TV shows and all this are really bringing this into analysis that is unfolding for us. So the hurt spaces, you know, the little pods where you can go and be safe. Now that is all up in, in pop culture, as I was saying. So it's moved from being kind of out here in the world, in some schools, in some business places, into now just straight up pop culture, which is a scary thing because becoming more deeply rooted. Uh -huh. What was the show's name? Uh, Chambers. Chambers. It's really good with Uma Thurman. It's really, really good. I think it's you cut like, out. It was Chambers. Yeah, Chambers. chambers. Straight up Chambers. It's on Netflix. It sounds yeah, and it, it's it is really good. I got a trailer. Hey, hey. Yeah, but it's got Uma Thurman. I can't stand her. She <laughs> is. She's really. Well, at least you know, it's usually not she's outro. like the. 
She's she's usually the badass, you know. She plays a lot of um, badass roles, and she's kind of in a victim mode of sadness and uh, despair in this series, and it she really delivers. So it's it's did, definitely not. Did, like her, a did she have a child die or something? What? Why is she in that? I can't remember. I thought I watched it a little bit, but Uma? yes, I don't even think she's married. Or... I don't know, Uma had series. children with Ethan oh. Hawke. Yeah. Um, anyway, in the series, yeah, it's a girl that it's a heart transplant situation, and okay. it's it, with genetic memory and all this craziness. It's it's juicy. Wow. I'll have to take a look. Yeah, she's got three kids. I'm just wrong. And aren't they all with Ethan? Two are. One isn't. She was married to some guy Ooh, named Jerry. You've been cutting out over on my end now. It's, it's okay, you. yeah, I'm glad it's something just me. Did I, I call no, it was you, Jerry? Yeah, you did. What the devil? It's not. It's not any of us. It's the CMEs. You know, they're all hitting today. They're just one on top oh, of the other. Today? Well, they've yeah, all they've bang, all hit bang, except bang. one actually. But they're still. It's still way. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying it's a possibility, you know, who knows? It's a possibility. I know what's wrong. I'm on the wrong network. I'm going to switch networks. Hopefully this won't fuck up the stream. Sorry, everyone. I'm working on it. My Zoom died. I'm trying to find out what's going on. Dooby dooby doo. So much fun. 
Let's come back in. Okay. All right, that's back. Yeah, it's a full moon effect for sure. This is crazy. I don't know what's going on. Ah, here we go. Okay, so they can only hear Jerry. Well, well we're missing all the good stuff. That was, so weird. Here now. that was so weird. <laughs> no, my whole situation is here. Recording in progress. <laughs> that oh my goodness. Ooh. Hello. Hello. Okay. Recording stopped. Yeah. Thank Hello. you. Thank you, Zoom lady. What the fuck? <laughs> that was bizarre. Oh my god. <laughs> that was no, so weird. No, wait. I got a real thing now. This meeting is being recorded. It's not. Continue. Yeah, it's not, Bill. Uh, continue. They say they hear us all now. Yeah. Help, okay. Help. They the tiny electronic yeah. woman is yeah, yeah. So, so the Zoom died when I switched networks, which never happens. But wow. then I tried to, to rejoin and just kept spinning and spinning and spinning. Mm. Okay. I thought it was my internet. <laughs> no, but I was on, I have, I run three networks at my house, four actually, but I was on the, uh, the slow one. That's probably why it was cutting in and out. Okay. So that was my fault. I'm sorry. Sorry. Uncle Al, go. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of, what do we have? Let's look at the dark stuff right now. I'm in the mood for the how, dark How stuff. dark? Let's go. Let's go pitch black, baby. Where, what kind of theories are out there that we should chew on? We're we talking about the coop. Anything. We got the alien stuff coming up next month, <laughs> which is what, like days away. Alleged alien stuff. Alleged, Hello. yeah. <laughs> They're gonna say, "Oh, that's all we have. We're just gonna give you more of these shitty videos." Here's some. There's uh, talk. Speaking about that. <clears throat> the um the the 60 minutes thing on the ufos came out right and it made me realize that what the department of defense came out and said what all they they came out and said these videos are legit right but they never released those videos they were leaked by the pilots and through jeremy corbell so all the dod said was yes those are videos that we made they didn't confirm that the objects were UFOs, quote-unquote UFOs, or anything like that. I thought that was kind of interesting. They just, so they said that that, hmm? oh, go on, that so was then. what the pilots released? That wasn't what the Navy released? The Navy, I think they the Navy released that one video with the blob that splashed in the ocean. Yeah. But the older ones, the ones with the... Um, the Air Force ones. Pilots those, talking. Yeah, those yeah. were leaked. And the pilots oh, they were leaked. that leaked them were on 60 Minutes. Oh, okay. So the, the Department of Defense, you know, our government hasn't come out and said anything about UFOs. They've said, yes, those films are ones we made. That's about it. And there's also this conjecture between, uh, sorry, um, I can't think of the word right now, but this uh, conflation of ufos with aliens yes. right which is just right. abysmal well it's all interesting there's so much potential here but one of the things that and for anyone that 
is out there. We know that there's more going on than we've been told, obviously. However, they do seem to have invested a lot of time and effort in this new type of disclosure and it's everywhere. It's in, it's in commercials. It's, it's everywhere. Everywhere I look, there's something going on with aliens and disclosure more than ever before. Watch so kids aliens. cartoons, yeah. Disney. It's yeah. all aliens and transformers and fairies it and dragons, everything. Wait. I know, but aliens are really big with, <clears throat> with Disney I, and kids shows. I think <clears throat> one of the, uh, effects of the 60 minutes thing is that it's no longer a taboo subject so it kind of opened it up to everything now to be to use it as a vehicle and everyone's so starved for quote-unquote new content right so they can inject this new narrative into ever into everything across the board entertainment wise well, how about this new space race we're in with uh, China, Russia, Saudi Arabia? Yeah, China's so on who Mars. Else? Who else has been to the moon? Taiwan? Did, they Did go you to see the that awesome video yeah. of the Chinese lander landing? <laughs> yes, yeah, it was who, so who, real. Who filmed that? So fake. It looked so real. It looked fake. Oh, we lost Nish. Uh-oh. Yeah, uh, yeah, right? Who filmed it? No, it's all CGI. It's CGI, I yeah, know. And it looked exactly, it was like frame for frame. Yeah. I saw this on Twitter. Someone showed the two side by side, frame for frame with the uh, the last thing we landed on Mars, allegedly. Whatever, you space is reusing our stuff. It's nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> what about that video that showed those lights up by the moon? Did you watch that? I did. I saw that, Susan. Yeah, what, what was that? You know. Whatever. Changing the light bulbs. <laughs> whatever you know what the moon if it's if it's really two hundred and fifty thousand miles away there's no way you could see that with a camera unless yeah. those things were you know 100 miles wide you just don't have the angular resolution it doesn't make to see common that. sense no yeah. they were they were they were closer they just appeared to be by the moon because the moon was in frame if you hadn't seen the moon in the frame you would say oh what the hell is that Oh, yeah, that's true, huh? Well, Jerry, couldn't they have been landing on the moon? <laughs> hmm? Now, if couldn't the moon's only... been landing on the moon? If the moon's only a thousand miles away, maybe. Oh, yeah. Well, no matter what is going on, there is a level of... Obviously, the construct's breaking down everywhere oh, around yeah. us. Oh, yeah. what, what, whatever <laughs> is going on is going on and I, this is one of the things that finally it seems like we're going to get some air as far as yeah. we're at the tipping point i mean it feels uh -huh. like they've there's been so much amping up of so many different narratives so much uh stuff going on with control with uh sleight of hand information the whole science 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 cult that's really you know i, I don't anti-science yeah it's not it's it's bought and paid for science so yes. it's establishment science and uh you can go from there where you want 
And then there's all this new tech that's now been coming forward recently in the last few like, months. Like what? Oh, there's tons. There's, uh, I was just watching some. The space, the jetpack that guy. There's that. The there's the all kinds of new. There's new different kinds of. Uh, the lasers. Just this last week, they in, rolled out new uh, information on drones. New different kinds mm. of drones that are looking very much like some of the, the, in quotes, UFOs people have been seeing. And uh, I mean, there's just tons. There's t I don't even know where, and I didn't come prepared to lay all that out on us, but there's a lot of, it's not new tech, but there's a lot of unfolding of new to the public, to the general yeah. public that's been coming forward. And it's more than usual. Usually we get a some to chew on for a while, but it's been kind of bang, bang, bang. So there's a sense that we're under some, I hate to use this word, but time constraints or something, there does feel like there is a rushing towards getting to a certain point of control over the human population. Um, if we look at this from a, a, you know, from a world view. Yeah, totally. I mean, that, that right. would explain the rush vaccines, the rush for the mm -hmm. get everyone. operation warp speed. Yeah. Um, well, right. You know, everything vaccine passport legislation. Sorry, Adam, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just going to say that, that for for all the rushing, for all the frenetic energy that surrounded all of this, it's going to be enjoyable to watch them completely miss the fucking because <laughs> they have <laughs> because the energy, the energy of all of this about two and a half weeks ago went from catastrophic. Yes. To meh. Yeah. yeah, but but it's good that it went mad because because as we talked last time, the pendulum is coming back the other way. And uh -huh. here's what's happening. All this energy swell, everything that's building up is is all about revelation. And I don't mean yes. biblical revelation. No. It no. is the type of revelation that removes things from obscurity and exposes the shadows to light. Yes. So what we're going to be seeing mm -hmm. is we're going to be seeing a lot of things coming forward. But I, I got to say, I really don't think that what is going to come forward and be revealed as far as uh, UFOs and aliens and such is going to be what everybody wants it to be. Because uh -huh. honestly, just because something you. is a UAP in the, in the sky um, right. it does not automatically make it alien. And, There's going to be new animals you know, or species or some yeah, damn yeah, thing so they're going to say is flying around. And, yeah. Sure. I'm just saying <laughs> that um, there, there's all that stuff. So, so I think what's coming is, is, not catastrophe, but but revelatory, no. as in as in it will reveal the true nature of some things that have been happening, and I think that's already been happening. It's been building up. We have seen over the last two and a half years um, things come to light uh, about our government and other world governments and whatnot that have been patently skewed to the side before. And now some of those things we're seeing really very addressed head on, even if they're being sideways handled, they're still being addressed, which like, we didn't even have that addressment before. Well, with some of the levels of corruption and things that we're, we've seen in politics, you know, little things like the rigging of an entire election and not by the orange guy. Uh, Hong you know, Kong, totally stuff. legit election, by the way. 
Hong Kong. Yes, the most <laughs> legitimate election in all of American history. 81 million. By the way, I'm a virgin and can walk on water. Um, <clears throat> anybody want to <laughs> buy some beachfront property? Nope, I just Mars. bought some. Thank you. <laughs> so, no, I'm just saying, I, I don't think, I do not believe personally that there is the vibration uh, for catastrophe, there's going to be no, ups, and ups and downs. Yeah, but the, but what's incoming? What's 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 come with this lunar eclipse? The energy that's with it, and the energy that's going to be coming with the the eclipse on the tenth. It's all revelatory. It's all revealing. It's all connecting and healing energy. Every single freaking bit of it. But mm -hmm. it's also going to be chaotic because healing is an active process, and it's not always a quiet one. And it's transformation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which it is comes about by a fucking roller coaster ride. Yeah, it's the devil card. No, <laughs> no, it's the de it's the no. death card. I'm sorry. It's the death card. It's the, yeah, it's yeah. the death card. It's yeah. the death card. I think they're trying to rush some tech. I, I think they're really trying to rush this golden age that they really want to bring about that they've been talking about for a long time Ooh, the because in the golden age or... what comes no just i don't know people talk about it it's like the it's age like of aquarius a, kind of history thing? well that could be the golden age the yeah renaissance like um, un, the end well, it, well this is the fourth turning you know we're in that 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 time period of the fourth turning so mm -hmm. to me, the golden age is, is where you get all these really cool things and everybody's really, you know, happy and wealthy. And I mean, it's a really good time, but it comes through what, how do you get to a really great place like that? Usually you have to go through turmoil before you get there. Well, it's not like we don't collectively as a species go through the dark night of the soul because we do, we do it all the time. Just look at our history, even for five minutes, and you can see that we do it all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there is, there's one of the things that perplexes me currently, more so than it did when this, all the chicanery started, is at this point, there's so much revealed as far as how people in general, in mass, function. Now, I'm going to stay away from psychology here, but I am, I find myself often perplexed at how little people are invested in researching things that have a dramatic effect on their health and well-being, and um, how willing a lot of people are in mass to by hook, line, and sinker narratives that are absurd. Like if you're just being reasonable and you question things, then, then you have to step back and go, wait, wait, wait. So, I mean, there, at this point, if you cannot see that these governments have been lying to you, at least through this last two years, mm -hmm. that, and then that should be enough to take you back further. And we can all, you know, we've all talked about all this, but we can take it back way back. And so just that point alone, that little things that are so obvious, and I'm, I'm just not going to state all this stuff, but uh, 
you know, like video footage of shady shit going on that people refuse to look at and, uh-huh. you know, documents from lots and lots and lots, thousands and thousands of medical practitioners countering the pushed mockingbird narrative on health stuff uh, to all the space race and what's going on there. And then all this posturing with these world players that seems to everything right now looks so suspicious to me because these people are always rolling out suspicious shit and when you start digging a little bit at what point when say it's like a lover or a child or someone when you know they're lying to you and they're constantly lying to you at what point do you just decide to uh clock them on it or do you just allow the folly to continue to your own detriment i mean that's what's going on this is i'm constantly rolling my eyes at how obvious so much stuff is with just the minimal amount of research. And no one wants to do that. No one wants to dig any deeper. They just want to trust the plan. And I'm talking about that, not just from the Q stance. I'm talking about that in the whole experience. Trust Mm -hmm. the plan. This is good for you. This is for your safety. And next thing you know, we're all living in these little prisons that are becoming smaller and our choices are becoming less and by the time some people start questioning there's you know everyone's being shut up and uh canceled and all this how is this even possible when you're looking at the world from a reasonable stance saying what in the hell I mean, uh, this is what I'm perplexed by. I can't, I just am having Isn't this sort of our own fault, though? Because we've been calling them NPCs for years now. I know, but look at, okay, so <laughs> with what's going on right now, Suzanne, I'm shocked so, by a lot of people I know I that know. are intelligent, reasonable people buying some bullshit and wearing yeah. bullshit and they're stinking up the whole place. It's, yeah. it's a, it is absolutely mind numbing and staggering the power of properly used and guided social programming. And that is why, because they've been taught and programmed for generations to live in their fear. And so when you bring them this and you bring them that vibration and that's the place where their heart lives, that's exactly what you get. And it emanates from them. If you're moving in your life from a place of love, that's what emanates from you. If you're moving in your life from a place of fear, that's what emanates from you. And that's what overall begins to possess control and rearrange your thoughts and your spirit and your emotions around that core. So uh, the vast majority of people are living in a core of fear because of this, largely because they've been programmed to. And as I've said many times to both Suzanne and Jerry, you know, one of the reasons some people can't choke down the red pill is because it makes the world so big for them, they lose all sense of safety and stability and foundation. And that's too much for the average person to really go through. But in the end, 
there we you have to let go and you have to move into the darkness well now, this no is just you do if you have the capacity to but not everyone does well, all people move here, through Adam, this at is, their own speed is all i'm saying and what i'm saying is that no matter what we're all heading towards the big trans formation just like when we came in the birth the death thing and what a so crap. It, it, <laughs> and so so uh stay with me here for a minute heller and uh, <laughs> and so, <laughs> so and so but with that there's a big instability no matter what it is whatever the big d is uh there's still a big instability there where you do leave your house you do leave your comfy if you're having a comfy life you have to leave it to do whatever that is death is and uh that alone is i mean that's an occulted principle where you, you you know a lot of religions base everything on that because it's one of those mysteries however it's a really great tool to allow yourself freedom from your own personal bonds and if you apply that on a bigger level with the idea that yes if you're having this is if you're having a good life because people are having a challenging life are more apt to stand up and say fuck it where's my sword the people that in general are on the government titty that are that are pacified and safe and getting by just enough to be okay don't want to shake that up because of the fear of losing that said stability but uh -huh. in the end oh, wait fear hmm. imagine that right absolutely and so what i'm saying now when we're looking at how unstable everything is in this time where we are all situated that principle does not hold the weight it once did everything around us is about death right now There's oh so everything Everything around us has always been about death. We ignore this because that. we're so self-aware. We ignore the fact that our life is entirely, completely fragile, could end at any moment. There are no assurances about anything. And the reality is, as human beings, if we let ourselves realize the, the absolute death trap that we live on, every day we wouldn't be able to live because the reality of it would choke the life out of us on all on its own well this this for us yes and a lot of us that use that are thinking on that level yes but think about the average person that's just gone along with the program and and so everything right now is death-based because it's pushing fear and locking everyone in deeper uh into whatever it is we're getting deeper you know whatever this divide is that's happening is is a powerful thing and so i've always understood this principle that people like us that look beyond self and look further into the idea of how transient this all is where we're a certain type of person one way or another whenever it happens but i do think it happens to everyone at some point even if it's the last breath they take and that's when they have to actually confront the idea that you're checking out so this what i'm saying here ultimately is why isn't with the absurd nature of all of this why isn't it that more people are not looking through and seeing how flimsy all these narratives are.
because human beings in general like to be told what to think because doing thinking for themselves is a lot of work. You ever go to a church on a Sunday, for God's sakes? Lord have mercy, child. Exactly. Yeah. Like I used to be a preacher, so I know. The vast majority of human beings want to be told what to think and what to feel and want to be told that everything's okay. And unfortunately for people like us who are a little bit outside the box, we don't, we don't vibe well with those people and they don't vibe well with us. And it just is that way. It doesn't have to be because their vibration can be raised or you could lower yours, though I don't see how that's at all beneficial. <laughs> Me but but it's, it, it comes back to that thing. Regardless, um, we're not all journeying at the same speed. And I get completely what you're saying. But then I also look at this life and having already been dead nine times, kind of just think, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Because, yes. because the reality is you are so much more than the smallness you experience here. Yes. And you just don't know that until your body takes its final breath. I have had the blessing of being able to understand and know that and then take another breath. Yeah. Yes, that and is so a I blessing. Guess I, I, I have a different perspective about some of those things because of that. You know, I, I just do not in any way believe in the fatalistic path. All things, all things are going to come to an end, but you yourself, that, that which intrinsically makes you up is eternal and always will be. You can't be separated from that. Oh, I unless agree. Unless you yourself yeah. separate you from it. So oh, yeah. I think we look at all this stuff and we're always talking about, um, oh, people are terrible to each other. People are so much more willing to be violent or hateful to one another than they are to be kind or whatever. But that's because being kind and being decent requires you to make a choice. It requires you to make the effort to put forth that energy because negative things are always so much more easier than positive ones, you know? Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Well, it seems to be at least. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, what is it? The, the negative path is almost always the path of least resistance. Well, what do they even say about smiling, frowning more people? It's, it's easier on the face to frown or something. Yeah. It well, takes, it takes more, more muscles, muscles to, to smile. smile. So, yeah. I mean, think about that. And ooh, honey, face yoga all the way. Yeah. <laughs> I think transhumanism is horrific. And I think the vast majority of the social mm -hmm. programming that you experience is directly aimed at separating you from your humanity and your sense of faith and understanding of the universe, plain and simple. That's how Adam feels and thinks about that. Yeah. I agree. It is a monstrous agenda. It is. And this is. You know, I agree with you. The thing that mm -hmm. is, this is what's perplexing to me, though. This is, there's never been a better opportunity in I, the last, you know, this is a no, good I opportunity. Don't you don't see how people aren't seeing this. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yes. then again, you got to look at, look at, look at how we live our lives. We live our lives where we're as true as we can be to the truth that we perceive and we experience. So just the fact that we're experiencing a level of truth that is giving us a perception beyond what, what average people are having right now over this particular topic, I think it does blend back into about how people have been programmed to think and believe. We've been programmed to think and believe that the doc doctors know what they're doing because they're doctors. Uh -huh. When in right. reality... Speaking as, speaking as a nurse, and I have worked with many doctors and many nurses, and I've worked with many people that should never be anywhere near the medical field ever. <laughs> okay. But Doc, doctors are the third leading cause of death. 
for real. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I mean, it was just, I, I read it. I yeah. read it in the no, news. It must be true. Uh, but maybe, I don't know. But I know that that in our culture and in the way that we see things, we give value to uh, to a lot of people because of the station they have in life. And that always translates. That always translates. And please forgive me, if you are of average intelligence, please understand, I don't mean this of a, as a slight, but people who are of average intelligence function more through their emotions than their intellect. So, yes. so their, their hearts are being appealed to with this negative thing, but it's coming from people who have been in positions of authority, in positions of knowledge, in positions of wisdom, even though they're not. But as human beings, we are so conditioned to see them as above us that that we accept what they say regardless of whether or not it's factual it's like it's like when when your doctor tells you that you have to quit smoking but you really enjoy cigarettes so you keep smoking yeah. for another 10 years and then you have copd and maybe cancer and you should listen <laughs> the first time but then there are an equal Lord. number of doctors that abuse that level of trust that comes naturally yeah. with people who've been conditioned to have it which we all have been but and so, so are you seeing, Adam, that one of the things that's going on with uh, this new movement that's happening is which one? Gosh. Well, the <laughs> in general Paul movement. So yeah. in general, these kinds of conversations are are frowned upon. And Absolutely. and mm-hmm. and any kind of thing that stands up against the accepted and I air quote here, science <laughs> and, and, and accepted facts of, of what everything is around us, we're, we're being silenced and, and then further, it's, you know, it's, it's getting darker than that. So, oh yeah, it is. I mean, all the people I used to really enjoy listening to on YouTube, so many of them are gone. Yeah. And, you know, they're all on, everyone's scattered to different platforms and all this. This is a very big deal when we're silencing other voices that go against the established narrative and then they've got everyone again once again historically we can see this the whole snitch culture and then this proudness of uh, uh virtue signaling what with whatever you know the whole idea of of did you get this did you do that and like this whole like narrative of things that really should be private at least among inner circles you know but Uh people are just out there blabbing stuff in a in a virtue signaling kind of way to go a narrative and to push the established narrative and that's where this is i'm not trying to be miss doom and gloom that's at dames so what i'm trying to say is it, i i am an optimistic person but these things are very dark and what i see is the dark clouds seem to be continuing uh they seem to be spreading the the, the environment seems to be getting darker it did it does yeah. but did we Saturday, we, you and I and Adam all talked and we agreed that it felt like the tide had turned. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it did feel like very catastrophe, like, like imminent destruction. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah. but like that vibration is completely gone now yeah. which is why i said they missed their mark they they were not able to tip things far enough into negative to force uh, the pendulum to stay in position. So now they have to deal with their own fucked up magic and their own fucked up backlash. Yep. And that's that's why everything has become mm -hmm. revelatory instead of dark and cryptic. That's, that's why things will why... be revealed. But it's also it's also the vibration of healing. So it might really surprise us. And you might discover that there are a whole lot of people out there that are chewing red pills by the handful. <laughs> oh, um, oh, yeah. I, I think this because... has been a large, large wave of awakening for general people. Right. And but... I think the coming energy will solidify that and, and kind of give that transformational process that people are going through. I think th the things that are coming are what's going to kind of kick that in the ass that's going to be like that extra little step that people needed to finally connect all the dots and see the whole picture because but that i mean that's at, what i think is happening look at the look awards at the shows look at the documents that, that from von braun on up True. this is why it gets to this point where there is a possibility that this whole bitch could go down and then this is when the alien invasion card gets played. This is, and, and listen, I talk about an alien invasion, but I'm talking about it in an energetic way, in an AI kind of way, not in the, in the green evens are coming up out of a, a saucer ship which is what is going to get played or something with, you know, the but don't you feel you're at the, the reptilians. Point. Don't you feel you're at the point where you say, fuck it. So what bring that shit on? I'm Suzanne, done with yes. this crap. Yeah, I'm there. Bring I it am, on. We are, but fuckers. the masses yeah. that are easily goaded into well, they're fear. Watching the Kardashians and <laughs> you know, all that shit. They're lost but, causes. See you later. Oh Yes, but the, the point is that that's we're at that point where every like Adam was saying a lot of everyone's there is this kind of awakening happening to all the fuckery and that's mm -hmm. when and that's why in context to the alien invasion as it was put forward back in the 50s when they were talking about it, it needed to get society needs to get to this point. The control grid needs to get to this point. And now this is all separate from the fact that everyone that has been uh, in contact with the new technology that people are enjoying uh, connects them to the internet of things, that this is the time to push the fear even further. And the last card has always been an alien invasion. Yeah. So it's right. They've put, they've created in lockstep the perfect environment to, to bring that on. And they have all the technology to do this. They have well, all the technology me of, to fake anything at this point. Sure. It reminds me of in the Bible. I mean, they're using that as the playbook, even though they're using, you know, 21st century stuff now, but it reminds me of well, the whole Tower of Babel thing, Adam and I were talking about that today. And Adam, that's why it just reminds me of that when they spread all the people out. Mm -hmm. It feels like that. And it also feels like, uh, oh, I lost my train of thought now. Sorry. It, it just, there. oh, I know it was when, you know, in 1666, when uh, the Sabbatean Frankists were like, oh, we're going to be so bad. We're going to bring the Messiah about. 
they're trying to bring this transformation or, yeah, or this trade. whatever yeah. it is. Yes, they're yeah. they're God or they're whatever they're trying to bring. Yeah. Just just chaos. I want to add something to what Adam said. We were talking about, you know, the energy shift and the pendulum swing and all that. On top of all that, <clears throat> it's going to be even harder because of all the restrictions being lifting, lifted. Social distancing will, will ease up and go away, which will then bring the connection between everyone, you know, back which into back into play. So that energy yeah. is also on top of the pendulum, too. So... You know, one of this has been my contention that one of the the goals of social quote unquote social distancing two meters was to keep people far enough away where their energy fields don't interact. Yeah, yeah because you can't you can't connect uh, with anybody else's heart chakra. We'll just right. use that term. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're too far apart. Yep. So so your auras can't interact. You can't touch. So you can't share data. You can't share energetic data. You can share information, but that's that's why I think a lot of people don't, when you argue with people and they're like, you know, whatever, because they're not feeling it. Yeah, well, (laughs) because they're not, they're they're disconnected. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, you're right. I totally agree with that. Thank you for adding that. Yeah, no worries. I had forgot that we talked about that. We did. Yeah. And I had something else to bring up too. I watched a good video today. I'm I am gonna bring it up, god damn it. <laughs> this goes back to what Nish was <laughs> Nish were talking about things getting dark and you wanted to, you know. There's a new video. Well, it's, it's a couple weeks old, but <clears throat> ten days old. From uh, Mike Eden. Oh yeah. I, I posted Mike it Eden. on Twitter. Yeah. Is that where I got um, it from? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. That video is pretty pretty dark. <laughs> Well, Jerry, what's interesting about that is I had been posting the stuff from him, but it's been, he's got an algorithm on him that any, you know, his name gets, he gets pulled. That's why I brought it up because you were talking about censorship and he's like totally been shit Oh, he's completely shut down because he's directly connected with Pfizer and he's got a world-class resume and he's saying this is step off step off we're at a, at a very bad point but yeah. what i've been doing in the last couple of months since he came out has been perpetually trying to grab snippets here and there that made it until they were deleted uh because everyone's questioning him i continue to get people debunking him i'm like now how in the hell are you debunking this man this is legit as it gets and you can't hear this it's like left extreme leftist people that didn't care and don't care what anything about anything they just didn't want trump and uh and so it created that whole fiasco that we all got if you were actually paying attention without being attached to one of the candidates you could see that this was the dirtiest in your face election ever the shit was so blatant on camera on afro david uh, afro davids all of racist Afro David. Afro David. Oh my God. So, so, but I mean, that's what I'm saying, though. It's like, where is this going? 
because right now I personally don't feel secure with looking at outcomes. Everything feels very unstable as we were talking about earlier. And with that instability, and I'm like, bring it on, definitely bring it on because fuck all this shit. Well, you just gotta <laughs> let go. What else right? can we do? I, well, I, okay. We're facing it. We want it. We I mean, yeah. at this point, what are we holding on to? The the studs of the house that burn? <laughs> We've done all the research. We know what the fuck is happening. Yeah. Good There's God, just let us get do. the pinata already. But, but <laughs> hey, Adam, wait, wait. I want my candy. Nish, right? To your point about, you know, this uncertainty, I think that's the gen general energy for the next couple of years it's going to be uncertain like that i think, I think so too actually. it yeah. will be it's yeah. not oh yeah it's not a, like, i mean it's a new thing but it's the way it's going to be there's not going to yeah. be a resolution to much over the next year till 2025 i think but it's not going to be right. terrible i mean there's going to be yeah. ups and downs peaks yeah, and yeah. valleys it's gonna be but a it's not gonna but it's not gonna be like the thing that we're fearing where everything is pure violence and darkness it's not going to be that no. there's there's no. going to be moments of that but those moments yeah are going to be lit by understanding recognition and it's they'll be illuminated be so you know um it's like i said it's peaks and valleys it's it's all the stuff that we're already normally dealing with i think we'll just have more information to work with in general than we do now and also i still really really want to see aliens <laughs> what kind Exactly. I don't even There's care classifications anymore. I don't even care anymore. Bring them all. Hell, give us the big blue chicken people. What the fuck? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Here we go. Wait, are the blue chickens the blue chickens or are they? They're the, the, the blue Corey, Corey no, Good I know. blue avian guys. It's not just Corey gonna... Good. No, it's no, a lot no, of it's people. Not. But... It's a lot of people. Yeah. I, I'm not mocking it. I just, I don't believe oh, in the blue it. bird people. We're but... mocking it, Adam. Okay, they may be I, interdimensional uh, beings, but they ain't physical, right? For sure. And I just want to say <laughs> that that since all of mankind has been enslaved forever, I want money from the dinosaurs for having the audacity to go extinct and force us to become the dominant life form. To you, yes. bastards. give me a chance. Yes, I deserve it. Cling, cling, cling goes the trolley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're so bad. <laughs> Don't make me get on my clown horn. Don't make me play oh. Ethel Merman. <laughs> Mammy. No, it wasn't Mammy. What, what oh, was, my God, Jerry. Oh, my what God. was one of her songs? <laughs> yeah, what was that? Lord. Oh my God, Jerry, I am living for that. Holy shit. Did anyone know Jerry could do that? I am nope. a good Ethel Merman. Jerry, you have that. I want to get you in drag. I would do it. I know you would. You you're secure. That was fantastic. That was some serious. That you was... should do you should do that with a fruit basket on your head, oh, a yeah. tight dress, and a good Carmen Miranda song. The Carmen stuff. Hells or... yeah, man. Come on. I can I can write lyrics for uh the, the... <laughs> never mind. That was I was, gonna, I was gonna say I can write lyrics for the Carmen uh opera. Oh my, oh my goodness. Isn't that Carmen? Isn't that the opera? I, I wanna see Carmen is, yeah. Earth, the musical. The what? Invasion Earth, the musical. The musical, yeah. Is that the John Travolta Scientology one? No, it's Battle uh, Battleship. Well, Earth. if That's we're going to go there. that route, I definitely want to play in it, and I want to be a Bene Gesserit Reverend Mother because that's my goal in life anyway. 
And if we're gonna mix, gonna we're gonna ahead. mix our, you know, we're gonna mix it all. I'm throwing the Dune universe in. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Then, uh, like I told Suzanne, and I already decided earlier, I, I've already attained Kwisatz Haderach status, so I'm just going to sit back, put <gasps> yes. my feet up, and watch the fun. <laughs> Heller. <laughs> like, because like all the dark shit that I have just been through was definitely transmuted into into peace, love, and light in my life, and I am I am imminently grateful for that. Well, that's a good thing, and that's a good transformation. I mean, that's we. I think for me, that's one of my gauges is how am I responding to this data coming in from the outside world and where does it land me? And so if I'm feeling, if the melancholy is there, if the anger, whatever the emotions are, how am I moving through them and how am I transmuting the, the emotional tides? And I will add, I love my emotional tides and I love them and everyone else because at this point that still represents a shard of humanity. Absolutely. Not Trump. not a shard of humanity. <laughs> no, not a shard. That's, a shard. that's Twitter. <laughs> Get back into yes. life. <laughs> Twitter is definitely the shard of humanity. Twitter. Jerry and I are going to hit up the nasal the end. You, you know, when, when we do a live get together, um, <laughs> we're going to have to plan and do a floor show for everyone oh else around. Because, yes. <laughs> you know, I, I, I want to do one of those, like we should do one of those old fashioned lounge singer floor shows. Oh, oh I, yeah. I'm so That there. comes with like really strong drinks. Yes. You know? Oh, Manhattans are old fashions for me. Dude, I, I, I used to think like if I was ever going to open a nightclub, I would really want to open a nightclub and address the theme of it like uh, speakeasy. So oh, all yes. the drinks yes. come in coffee cups, you know, like an old gin and juice joint, mm -hmm. like from back in Prohibition. <laughs> That'd be the kind of place I would run. That'd be the kind of music I would have. That shit would be bomb. Oh, wow. I'm so old. I'd be now. a bouncer. <laughs> Just Suzanne, you're the whole, you're the whole you security the, staff. Suzanne, <laughs> Come do on. not fuck with Suzanne. Oh mm -mm, no, she will tear your ass up. Mm -mm. Mm -mm, honey, do not fuck with Suzanne. That's like you just be like, mm, girl, there will be blood. Oh, <laughs> that's the new movie. There will be blood, starring Suzanne Potter Thomas. <laughs> and it will bar. be a speakeasy joint. <laughs> That'd be awesome. So I just want to throw in that song isn't an Ethel Merman song. Which one? I Who love a it? parade. Mm -mm. Oh, okay. The last one you were doing. Carol Channing? That's the only one I know. No, it's some, some dude named Ar Arlen. <laughs> uh, Arlen, what's the hell's name? Harold Arlen. I love me some Ema Sumac. No, it's Harry Richmond. God damn, I'm reading them wrong. Harry Richmond is the guy's name. Anyway, he sounds like Ethel Merman. Well, you know, it's it's a classic. The Ethel Merman tone is like the classic forever eternal young queen sound. Young queen as in Freddie Mercury, young queen? Well, young queen as in any young Miss Thing queen. You know, you get yeah, up there and know yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I love it. I love it. 
just going to sing my respump retorts tonight. <laughs> we can do a musical. That will fuck up Uncle Algo. Uncle Algo. Remember when we spoke Jerry, in yeah. third person? We had the show that we spoke in third person. Oh, well, that's right. The Royal. Jerry remembers that. Suzanne does, oh too. Hello. <laughs> oh, I could sing back the knife. Oh, when that shark bites. Shark. Oh, God. Shark. <laughs> that nice. shark bites. Ooh, I love that song. It's dried. That's Where an excellent song. From? I know. I know I Back like that night. song. No, Back I mean, when I was did, a lounge what singer. What made you think of that, Jer? So, uh, Jet Petty recommended it. <laughs> oh, that's an awesome song. Jet Petty. Yeah, 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 Matt the Knife yeah, is such it, a classic. It makes so no good. sense either. It was a theme song for something at one point. Hi, everybody in chat. You guys are awesome. Hello yeah. out there, Bobby chat. Darren. I'm not in there, but Jerry's in there representing. Yeah. Representing. Hello. I said hi, but then uh, I can't pay attention to chat because then I'll just sit there and answer people and I won't be paying attention. I can't. Yeah, I can't do both. <laughs> anyway, it really was just coincidental that I saw that I saw the question earlier in the show. I was just switching tabs. <clears throat> so that song, Mac the Knife, was from... Uh, it was a song written for a movie, a musical drama called The Three Penny Opera in 1928. Oh my God, mm. I have, oh my God, I have actually, I have actually seen that. Jesus. <laughs> I love, Adam, I'm with you. I love those early films, the yeah. early I, pictures, the early I pictures. Love, I have, like I have older grandparents, had older grandparents because like they had six kids. So there were a lot of them. And um, I, my grandparents actually had like a silent movie collection. Ooh, so I like that. I have seen some really old stuff and I, I love old theater. I love classic Hollywood. Yeah, I know. Predictive programming. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> But you know what? I'm not a sheep. I can see that stuff. So I'm OK with it. Um, so, you know, but like I really do like I like the storytelling from classic cl classic Hollywood. And I think I like it because to me, it makes me feel nostalgic. Um, not really so much for like being younger. But uh, for a time when things weren't really so much in your face constantly. They had you know the art I mean? down better. Yeah, I think yeah. the way they told stories. It's like I just um, I just rewatched The Lion in Winter. And I oh, watched, of yes. course, Richard Burton. And, uh, oh. and, I, and, then that's, and I just watched that one. And I'm getting ready to watch um, The Lion in Winter again. Only this time I'm going to watch the BBC version that was done with uh, Glenn Close and Patrick Stewart. And the, it's the same story, but the, the telling of the story is so different in both movies. I feel like the, the one done by the BBC is so very visceral and a lot darker, but also at the same time, in some ways, I think to the modern mind, much more human than the classic story. Because I think in the modern world, we have a little bit of a tendency to identify with things that are a little darker, a little more brutal, and a little more gritty, because that's the world that we functionally live in, you know? Well, I will say I love, I had not seen the newer version, and I've been a longtime fan of the Hepburn, uh, Peter O'Toole mm. version. I mean, mm. I just couldn't imagine, but I did I watch- Peter O'Toole, not Richard Burton, sorry. I, I did watch the new one and I was so impressed. And thankfully, Glenn Close almost mimicked Catherine Hepburn at times. Right. And I think that was a plus because mm. Catherine nailed it and it shows you what Absolutely. an all-star actress she was. She was so amazing. 
She was and incredible. That, she was incredible. And that performance highlights it. And plus, Eleanor, or the Duchess of Aquitaine, is one of my favorite queens in all of history. She has. She is, she is one of my favorite historical figures oh as well. Oh my God, she's so fierce. Her arc is so amazing, long-lived. Uh, I mean, she's like Livia in, you know, she's like the Livia from Roman times, you know, in the, in, in the 1100s uh, England. She, she brings in that whole queen regent situation later on, you know, when Richard gets in and all this. She is intense, powerful, fierce. You know, they called her a witch in her day. Oh, yeah. Uh, she, yeah. she was just all over the board. And I was like, okay, that's my kind of woman. I think she, I, I get what you're saying, though, because I think for me as a, a cinema watcher and, and honestly, as, as a young boy, because like um, there were a lot of strong women in my family. <laughs> um, but I think that was the first time Hepburn is one of the really one of the actresses like for me um, that really brought home how that feminine power could be empowering in an all-encompassing kind of way instead of just in that that specific gendery kind of way you know what i mean because there was such power in that performance and there was so much power behind um well just really behind even her real life and the things that she did i think it set like this kind of um really properly good example of of how you walk in your own power mm -hmm. and i think i think we i think i had a lot of examples of that um, just oddly from, from certain, certain figures in cinema, she being one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm very much enjoying, uh, okay. So I do want to, I just want to officially state when I, I'd heard on here, it might've been the last time we were all on that we were talking about the line and winner and I can't remember where, but Jerry made makes the world happen. And I, so I got to see the new version. And I, I was really, really not having the idea of it. Like, how can you top that? And they did it. Like you said, Adam, they go in, it's longer. They're able to get into it deeper. Well, uh, they made that one for TV. So it, it really is, it really goes a lot deeper into, into the family relationships and the, and the politics of the time. Yes. Um, I, and, and it's not necessarily entirely historically accurate though, about everything for sure. But it was really good. And I kind of felt the way you did about it, too, because I was very like, hmm, I don't know if I'm going to like this. It's, you know, it's it's not my it's not my lion in winter. I don't know. You know, it's like it's like how how you put off seeing the new Willy Wonka because that is not your Willy Wonka. So you don't want the Willy Wonka, you know, ruined by Johnny Depp. <laughs> oh, my God. A creepy I, I dystopian oh. Johnny Depp at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Creepy and dystopian. Oh, I forgot okay. I had to sing you, my you, responses. You, you have got to do Apocalypse <laughs> the Musical for us because, oh my God, it will be amazing. I can sing about that Mad Max world. <laughs> oh, take us to the Blood Dome, baby. Oh, Stop the Mad Max world. I want to get off. <laughs> Jerry. Killing me. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I want to get you in some fun. of those platform. I, I just hills. I see this red dress. I, I don't know what it's all You're about. You're gonna be like seven feet tall. Oh, dude, you'd be amazing in red. 
with a, a big piled up wig, you'll be over seven feet tall. Yeah. Big redhead that, wig, red pumps. Yes. Oh, yeah. You're going to be, yeah. Already. I'm only 6'6 six, six in heels. Well, the wig. Well, the, the wig. wig will yeah, take yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. you have to remember hair height means means fabulousness mm -hmm. closer to God and more power. It's the truth. <laughs> You see, yeah, you just stack it up, baby. Oh my God! We, we, we will give you the most weavy goddess weave we can manage. Oh, Ooh. Lady Bunny! You'll have all like the way. curls for days. Yes, goddess hairstyle. <laughs> Three wigs high and down, Lady Bunny style. Oh my God! That sounds like the opening to a scary cartoon. And she was well, three wigs high. <laughs> like, oh my God! <laughs> Lady style. <laughs> I like a Marge a Simpson song. wig. Oh, yeah. It's a Marge oh. Simpson wig. Jerry, you could do YouTube videos on the art of tucking. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had something to tuck. Tucking 101. I have always heard the bigger the piece, the better the tuck. Ooh, and the yeah. more tape. Yeah. Not tape. that I would know. Tape would have to be my uh, go-to. Well, you have to get into the pleasure of it. You know, they say, what is it? Beauty hurts or something. What is it? No pain, no beauty or some, something like that. What is it? No pain, no, just, no gain and beauty hurts. I just yeah, always think of like it that. as hiding my candy. Oh, okay. We get, <laughs> this is the pinata, back to the pinata. We're circling back. <laughs> My God, somebody reached into that stocking. <laughs> so how about, how about come come out with, with a chocolate toy? <laughs> oh, what an mm. orange. My, how Wait. chubby today. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a fruit bag, banana and oranges. <laughs> Boy, I'm silver clamps. <laughs> Oh, wait, is this a banana or a plantain? <laughs> oh, my God, I think I found a zucchini. Oh, oh, oh you lucky bitch. Oh, yeah, but the recovery time. <laughs> oh, girl, please. I, We've gone off the rails. I love yeah. that. I'm all about the average. There, You know, this is the thing. This We need to call this full moon lunacy. This is yes. This is so fun because we're just off the hook. Everyone needs some giggles, right? Oh, hell yeah. You know, we, giggles the clown? On... <laughs> no, not okay. giggles no, the clown. I, I really don't giggles. like the clown. They taste the super clown. <laughs> <clears throat> He's the got San a stocking Francisco for you tree. to dig in. Ooh. Ooh, Santa, stuff my stocking. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh my You're going to get Rudolph's nose is blinging now. Ooh, that, that nose is Our chat has to be tripping crazy. on us. It must be. We have lost our minds tonight. It's, we, this it's is like, full moon. Uh, it's the full moon. So we're like, we just it's free basing the, the full moon now? Yes, we are. We're blaming everything on now. the full moon. It's, I just had no agenda. That's kind of... Oh well, that's okay. And I'm not no, driving. I'm just kind of sitting it's... back. I well, always touch. Usually, I have a list of things oh, that I want okay. to Okay. You know, a tighter tuck. I had a I had a tagline for that, but it's gone. 
It's another bimbo moment for the night. It'll come back eventually, but it'll come back at like four in the morning when you're trying yeah, to be like, sleep. It'll circle right. back. I told I told Oswald I'd bring this up. He 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 brought it up to my attention that. Uh, Hi Oswald. He gave Hi me, Oswald. He gave me a link to an article that says uh, type O and Rh negative blood types protect against protect uh, protective against COVID. Uh, we okay. said this. I know. A year I know. Ago. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes. So it's just patients with type O and rhesus and Rh negative blood groups may have a lower risk for severe acute for SARS. Jesus. Yes. For SARS-CoV-2. Right. And the illness COVID-19, which it causes, according to a study, quote unquote study, in the annals of internal medicine, the stocking stuffers themselves. So they conducted a population-based retrospective cohort study of 225,556. So O minus blood group had a 2.1% chance of getting the infection. Oh, interesting. Out of all those people. And the RH was uh, 5 to 10%. And what was the source? <clears throat> I put it in chat and it's also in the show notes. It, no, I'm not source, in chat. It's a, it's a study. It's a study from an independent study the annals a... of internal medicine it was it, so it was probably an independent study it doesn't say who did it some doctors must have done it or researchers oh here it is i found it uh three dudes what do you want to know who who did it or i mean yeah i was just, just wondering if it was independent or if it was source. associated yeah. with like john hopkins or the you know these these yeah, papers, the way they're published, sometimes it doesn't give associations. That it's way. usually just a few doctors, and they publish yes, a paper. That's exactly. And most of them is. just want to be published, and they want their stuff peer reviewed so that they get published, and which is fine because then we get these studies like this that show us information yeah. that we can you know read and tell people about and say, hey, look at this. Yeah, it doesn't. Oh, and get canceled. It doesn't say. <laughs> yes, and get canceled <laughs> because we're spreading too much information. Oh, you can't speak against the narrative. That's the right. So anyway, there's no funding source that was declared in this, and these guys are from. It doesn't say that either. So it's it is four doctors. Anyway, the links in the description and the show notes and uh, sorry in the show notes and in the chat. You can read the excellent. whole. Excellent. Yes. So what it, what it ultimately came down to was <laughs> people with O negative blood type were less, were a per certain percentage, you know, less likely to get a severe infection from COVID-19. Yeah. That's what it was. Doesn't mean you can't get it. It no. just means that you might, you will get a less severe infection no. from the study. Well, no, this study was saying you have a less chance of contracting it. Oh, I read another study that said you would get a less severe infection. That would be a, a 
obvious extrapolation from that point. Right. If, you, if you're less likely to catch it, <laughs> yes. it's going to be less damaging to you. Yeah. Heller. Oh, that reminds me. I want to talk about all this heart inflammation in the kids. Yes. I think mm, I, know yes. Why, I know why this is happening. <clears throat> so, and I heard another doctor talk about this, and I'm just kind of going to spitball it here. But um, basically, if when you when you encounter someone who's infectious with the coof, your the first place it attacks you is going to be in your mouth and your nose like your upper sinuses and all that. And that's where the T cells start to form, right? Mm-hmm. And as if the if you get infected with, you know, if you get infected with it and it makes a pass there, then like your lungs will build wherever the virus goes, it's going to build up the T cells and then eventually the antibodies, which by the way have nothing to do with viruses, but that's besides the point. So <clears throat> So think about it this way: when you when you if you catch if you had gotten COVID, the protection against it's going to be in your in your in your lungs and your in your nose, your throat. You know your respiratory system is going to have all that protection. Mm-hmm. The mRNA the jabs, the gene therapy, whatever you want to call it, the quote unquote vaccine, um, targets every cell in your body. Yeah. Yep. So, oh, I remember I left the part out too. So it, the the T cells and the antibodies go into your your respiratory system, but then they spread out to your other muscle tissue to offer like a think of it as like a protection for your body that spreads from one area to your entire body eventually, right? And what is the biggest muscle in your body? Your your thighs. Your heart. It's not the biggest muscle. I'm sure that's a search engine. I'm not going to look it up right now. I will look. Oh my at, goodness! Chair. Fuck. The gluteus maximus. The booty. The butt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that that booty. Well, it's funny because maybe it's organ people, then. The biggest organ. So anyway, finishing my story here. So eventually Sorry. this protection spreads out, right? And you end up with with antibodies in your other tissues like your heart, your brain, your your organs, right? They all kind of eventually have all these things in them to protect your, it's your immune system working, right? So the 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 so-called vaccines program every cell in your body to generate this spike protein which looks like the virus. And it goes into your whole body and it loses that strongest protection. I'm I'm saying this wrong. When you get inject your whole body, it goes through your whole body right away. Right. And it generates a spike protein, which, which looks quote unquote, looks like the SARS-CoV-2, right? So the idea is that these, these spike proteins will be in your body and you'll build up a resistance to them, which will then lessen the severity of the disease. However, they're bypassing that first wave of defense, your respiratory system and going into your body where there may already be resistance to that. And one of the biggest signs of resistance to a a pathogen like that is inflammation. Mm -hmm. And I think this is why 
So why the younger kids are having all the the heart inflammation problems because most likely they had COVID and didn't even know it. So their bodies are immune to it now. So they have antibodies everywhere. They're getting the injection on top of that, which is releasing all these spike proteins and their whole body's reacting to, to the pathogen. But I think it's the younger kids who were least likely to get bothered by this, who probably got it. And that's why they're going to have the worst, you know, reaction to the vaccines. Well, there's a, there's a side note on this as well. I hope that made I mean, sense. It did. And what, what uh-huh. I wanted to springboard off of is the kids. And especially in, say, Canada, where, it, what is it, 12 and above, yeah. 12 years old, yeah. the kids can make medical decisions for themselves. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, this I, is And they terrifying. get free ice cream. <clears throat> this is terrifying. Well, and... Um, I, I live in the state of Idaho, and uh, three weeks ago, if you were 16 or older, you could come in and get a vaccine if you wanted it without your parents' permission or consent. And um, uh, last week, they changed that to 12. Oh, my God. I just... and, um, and I'm just, I, I'm, I have to be honest, I'm super happy I don't have minor children, and I don't know how people who have health issues or, or are questioning how they would feel about that. I think... I think I feel that that's a level of interference with my parental authority that I would not accept, but this is know. complete overreach. And yeah, totally. It's terrifying. It's totally terrifying. They should, the, no acting agency should have this kind of control over the a nation's children. Right? I know they want it. I know that it's part of an agenda, but the fact that, it is it's actually happening in some places and it seems to be like everything else with all of this infectious uh it's it's continuing and what in the world is you know i mean i can i can deep dive this really easily because i've been talking to a lot of people about this but right there with you it's uh you know there's the whole sterilization factor coming in here there's so much here but the fact that kids at the age of 12 can do this on their own uh, with the amount of propaganda going on they don't stand a chance and then what's even more horrifying is that these kids these little kids that parents are putting their kids into the experimental programs and all this What in the actual hell? You see these little tiny kids, babies. I, I what is going on? Oh, they're it, gearing this up is for a, a demonic brave new world. agenda. This, this is true. That truly is demonic. <laughs> it really is. I mean, it's Lucifer babies? in the freaking vaccine. No, Lucifer is right. Yeah, Luciferous. Yeah, yeah. The bio um, luminescent carrier. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that we're looking at this kind of total control, which is what we were talking about earlier. Um, And it's continuing on and on. And it only takes one looking down a couple generations to see that this is not going to end well. And that's what Dr. Eden's mm -hmm, saying mm -hmm. in that video. And he is, I'm sorry, as good of a source as it's going to get. And he he came out 
of his own accord to stand up against this, lost everything. I mean, you know, he's been terrorized. I'm sure he's giving death threats and all that. Uh, lost colleagues won't talk to him because they're still sucking on the teat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and meanwhile, the train is going a million miles an hour and we, the collective in general, are tied to the tracks and there ain't no Bugs Bunny. No, Dudley do right in sight. Yeah. yeah. Dudley no, do right. I'll save you save now. Aha! Slightly whiplash. I go through all my cartoon impressions now. Oh my goodness. That was quite good, right? Thank you. Jerry, you're unlocking some talents tonight. You're throwing the pearls out here. I'm going to start stringing them. Gonna be getting some emails from Steam telling me I got achievements. You're gonna get like <laughs> you're gonna get the voiceover gods coming. Where have you been? I've wanted to be a voice actor for so long. You'd be good you at just, it. You know, you would sit, be. Create a tape and send it to someone like you know, oh, yeah. agency like Leo Burnett in Chicago. Oh yeah. Oh, you'll get right on that. <laughs> Yeah, I see that. You wanted to be. Yeah. Do, do you see how you undid yourself, though? I wanted to do that. And then. I've thought do about doing that for a while. Everybody's always thinking. their own worst obstacle. Uh, let's yes. get let's it's get undressed here and let's all talk. OK, Pass the new- <laughs> sure, it's off. Yeah, I'm the only one on camera, so I'm sure that would go over well. (laughs) Y'all don't need to be exposed to Igor right now, especially in these times. I will be accused of being demonic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm already getting that. Yeah. What were we talking about? That train has left the station, Nish. I know, it has left the station. <laughs> oh, shit, we derailed again. <laughs> what in the hell? You know, I watched uh, the... Uh, totally segue away from this right now. I watched uh, over the weekend or the last couple of days the whole Back to the Future trilogy again. Oh, oh my God, nice. wow. And with your uh, your current eyes, what did you extrapolate? Nothing nefarious whatsoever. Yeah. It's, oh my god. It's strictly an entertaining set of movies. The 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 special effects are not good anymore. <clears throat> and I remember didn't seeing. Didn't hold up well, did they? No, they didn't. No. They didn't at all. So, uh, but but the movies are they're really enjoyable. The, the second one's kind of funny. They're all they're all pretty funny. I think I only ever watched the first one. I actually was one of the few people in the world that didn't enjoy it, so I didn't go further. But I was never a Michael J. Fox fan. Oh, his best movie is uh, he's got two good two two of his movies are my favorite. Uh, the Hard Way with James Wood. Excellent. Where I love James Wood. It's one of his. It might be his only R-rated movie that Michael J. Fox ever did. It's. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, James Wood is like a New York cop, like top cop in New York. And uh, Michael J. Fox plays an actor from Hollywood who's getting a role as a cop. And he's going to go oh, yeah, that's right. hang out with James <laughs> Wood for like two weeks, you know, to uh, shadow him and see what being a real cop's like. It's a good story. The other one I like yeah. is called uh, Doc Hollywood. 
Okay, yeah, that that's one a good sounds one. familiar. That's an excellent movie. Too. It is an, it's an excellent movie. <clears throat> He's a, a Hollywood doctor, plastic surgeon who gets uh, a job. I forget if it, I forget where, but it was across the country, and he had to drive. He drove there, and halfway across the country, his car breaks down in some small shit kicker town, and he's stuck there for like a week till the part comes in for his car. And they they offer him a job working at the local hospital. I think. Oh, the 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 town doctor gets sick, so he offers or gets roped into being the town doctor for a week. And it just turns out they're trying to keep him there. You know, <laughs> that part's not going to be here for another week, doc. And uh, no one can really pay pay for their services. So like somebody gives him a pig at some point. I, I brought you this pig for fixing my hand. That's old school. Yeah, it's and it's and he ends up loving it there, and he stays. It's a great movie. Yeah, I just spoiled it. It's like thirty year old movie, but whatever. Go go rent yeah. it or don't rent it, but go find it and watch it. Find it on on. Yeah, don't pay online. for digital products, people. It's rip off. You don't get to keep it. You're buying. You're buying air. Don't buy digital stuff. It's true. They can take it away at any moment. What Jerry? What yeah. is real anyway? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing. What's real is that long eight-hour drive I have to do on Friday. But that's about. That's a real long drive. Are you getting your keys? Keys, yeah. I'm moving some stuff. Yeah, nice. that's good. Why don't you just do a truck, a big truck, and move everything? It's expensive, and I'm cheap. Oh Jesus, Jerry! <laughs> he doesn't want oh, to do all that work uh, all at once. I don't want to do all that work all at once. See? I, I, okay, so here's my here's my. I know you can afford it. Is the thing. So <laughs> yes, that's he can not afford even it. He just up. doesn't want to do it. Here's the thing. <clears throat> the place is half the size of what I have now, square footage wise, and it's, it's mostly furnished. But I don't know what's in there right now, so that's why I'm bringing knickknacks and personal shit this this trip and get a gauge for how much furniture I can actually bring down there. And if it's a decent amount, yes, I will get a truck. That's kind of where I'm at right now. I, Makes I, good I, sense. I don't know how much space I have, and I'm not going to fill up a truck with all my – I have three bedroom sets, four beds, a couch. Yeah, you got to get rid of a lot of you know, stuff. I have, I have stuff that I would have to, like, put in the backyard, which is <laughs> – Your like, neighbors would not like that. It's like 10 by 25 <laughs> feet. It's not even a backyard. It's – Oh, geez. Yeah, the new crazy. guy moved in. So did his <laughs> yes. furniture. Good God. I, I, but you know, dude, I'm, I live in Idaho. I see furniture in people's yards every day. <laughs> okay. There's going to be a shitload of furniture out in my front yard with big signs saying it's free. <laughs> for real. That's, that's yeah. for real. Yeah. So. I bet a lot of it will get picked over. Oh, yeah. And then the rest of them is going to have goodwill come get. They'll, or junk haulers, whoever. They, they take that stuff and they'll, they'll deal with it. People driving yeah. through the neighborhood scathing. And that would be a lot cheaper than moving it. Damn right. Definitely. And then getting rid of it there. Ugh. Oh, no, I wouldn't want it. <laughs> that's like that's like carrying a car <laughs> full of garbage down there and just to throw it away. Oh, I'm going to save it to throw away in Florida. It's like, can, wow. it's like a dirty diaper. I'm going to wait. Yeah. <laughs> I got all these bags of dog shit I picked up in the back of my car. I'm gonna wait till I get to Florida. <laughs> it's not that oh, bad. I mean, it's nice furniture, but I just I, no. Don't worry. Yeah. We'll into the litter box when we get there, right? <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Uh, oh switches. yeah, and that's right. You have to take your uh, your kitties. Yeah, yeah, I know that's... Who, Which who is it? It's Snickers who doesn't like the auto box? <laughs> she doesn't like anything. She's so, she is such a finicky cat, dude. <laughs> I I fucking threw that thing away, man. It was just like you did. I did. I did. Oh. <clears throat> I'd rather throw away a four hundred dollar cat box and clean it. Yeah, that's how bad it got. Oh, child. Well, what do you use? Wow, that man? is a good description of most of mankind. <laughs> I, I know. Holy Jerry shit. just <laughs> shine wow. that light. I had it for a year, <clears throat> and. <laughs> For some reason, Snickers wouldn't get in it all the way, and she'd piss halfway with her ass sticking out. And, like, piss got into all the inner working, so it just reeked. Uh, oh, my goodness. That's terrible. So, so yeah, I could have, yeah. like, taken it apart and cleaned it, but I got I have uh, nowhere to do that, for one. I don't have, like, a utility sink or anything. Who wants and, to? Well, and the thing's I... huge. It's like, oh. Yeah, that that is a lot of work for for to clean a litter box yeah, yeah no so i'm with just, you throw it in the trash can it was just yeah. worth it i wouldn't even want to keep it like, plus you wouldn't if it stunk too bad she wouldn't use it so yeah <clears throat> which well, even with the regular cat her? box if there's if there's like any smell of anything coming off of it she's like right, i'm gonna piss on the floor <laughs> oh god no that's true though because we've been on the show before and jerry's like oh fuck yeah so she's just like going everywhere yeah She'll she'll get in the box and like <clears throat> you'll see an arc of piss coming out over oh, the edge. Oh my god! Oh jeez! Because oh, cats you don't pee put... down; they pee no. away from themselves. I would have a potty pad under that thing. I do, but she's just long distance squirter. Oh, she's got talent. <laughs> <laughs> the cat box hits her cat cat G spot. You could YouTube that and make a lot of money. Just make her piece. a star. Yeah. That reminds me of a, uh, <clears throat> there was a really funny Monty Python skit years ago. Well, of course it was years ago, but uh, was Oscar Wilde at a party with, oh God, I forget who, like uh, two other writers from the time and the king, the king or a prince or something, right? So it's a royalty dude <clears throat> and then like two other writers and Oscar Wilde. And, and Oscar Wilde is trying to insult the king. And the other writers correct, not correct, but restate what he said to make it sound complimentary. And then every, so, so the one thing that he said to, uh, so Oscar Wilde says to the king, you're like a, a stream of bat's piss in the night. Oh, my God. <laughs> And the other writer says, he just means you'd stand out like a shining band of gold. You know, that, <laughs> it was that kind of thing. And, and Oscar Wilde kept throwing out these more and more wild things and the king getting more pissed off. And oh, it was funny. That's funny. Have you, have you ever had to be the person in the group that smooths things over so nobody, nothing explodes into violence? I'm not one of those people to stand up to do that. Oh, God. I, I just rather I, watch uh, it happen. Do you know, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, I really actually only do that in situations where it's beneficial for me to do so. Otherwise, I don't give a fuck about your personal shit. Ooh, really? An I don't care. I do not that, care. Mm -hmm. I do not care about the crazy <laughs> drama that people are not dealing with. Normal everyday drama, that's you getting up, going to work, getting your kids off to school and living your life, okay? But if you're one of those people that has to create shit to have drama in your life, stay the fuck away from me. 
Drama does suck. I, I yeah, I drama I can handle. It's that melodramatic bullshit I want nothing to do with. That's all created, fabricated, fanciful yeah. bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so glad I. I, I found it. It was, it was George that. Bernard Shaw and Oscar Wilde. <laughs> and they were trying to one-up each other. Oh, oh, that sounds geez. great. It's hilarious. You know, I was thinking about some of these shows the other day. Um, what was it? Benny Hill? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can that even be played these days? Sure. Oh, can it? Benny Hill? Are you I'm, serious? I'm pretty sure you can play it, but I'm pretty I sure. I can't see it going cancel-y. over. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> God. Why? It Why is like, are cancel-y. you serious? You need to revisit it, Jer. It I, is completely anti everything going on. Yeah. Oh, for real. Do you remember yeah. the two Ronnies? Oh God. Yeah. They I came loved, on right before Van I loved, are you being served? I never saw that. Oh my God. I lived for it. Are you never saw Are You Being Served? No, and I never saw that absolutely fabulous either. Oh, well, I absolutely Abfabs is fabulous, it's got a cult thing, but Are You Being Served, I think, is genuinely old school sitcom hilarious. And it's 70s, and you know, they had uh the 70s were so interesting because people were getting along. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And uh oh wow. Know, Right. Isn't it a novel? And, you know, Are You Being Served had had the gay character in the 1970s. No way. Well, yeah, no, then an openly gay character, too, on the show, by the <laughs> way. Like, right. remember so. Which, and, uh, an openly gay character that was not a serial killer, the butt of every joke, or the <laughs> yes. eccentric cat guy from next door. <laughs> right. Which, for the 1970s, is practically an act of fucking God. <laughs> what about, what about, do you guys remember Soap? Yes. yes. Okay. Soap yeah. had a gay character. I they liked they soap. had a dad in the family who went crazy and thought he was talking talking to aliens. Mm-hmm. So you've got alien mm-hmm. oh, that's quote unquote, right. programming back in the seventies. It was really one of the very first dysfunctional family comedies. Well, when you think about it, soap was amazing. Were, but they and they also had. I, I was thinking about all these seventies sitcoms. There were black people in all. They were like inner intertwined black people were in white people's sitcoms white people were in black people's sitcoms yeah, a- they were a whole bunch of black sitcoms which were all my favorites yep. Sanford and son the jeffersons mm-hmm. uh, good times good times yeah we could go I don't on mind. wasn't that the seven years of tribulation no <laughs> no no it was post post civil rights acts Right? The 70s we sitcoms were, were very, very diverse and, and very progressive. Yeah, totally. When everybody gets along. We've gone completely backwards because in the 70s, overcoming yeah. was the word, if you remember. And uh-huh. um, I mean, even in the Jeffersons, there's an episode where Florence, one of my favorite all-time characters, uh, said there was something going on with Wheezy and... Uh, I don't even remember like and this is when they all crossed over so like penny was visiting from good times and um florence comes in she's like we overcame nobody tell me we overcame and uh it it was like this kind of talk was going on in the 70s and i was thinking about how all my so growing up in the 70s all i had i had like multi cultural friends i had gay friends there mm-hmm. was like all this unity happening and 
And then of course there's all the typical stuff. We still had, you know, backwoods, redneck, white rednecks somewhere in some hills. We still had high, you know, crazy uh, Caprini green ghetto that was going on. And we, you know, there was still all the social stuff going on. And yet we were, we were coming together and that was like part of the messaging. And then all of a sudden, and you know, that led into the eighties where we had a whole bunch of, uh, it continued on, it continued on. And then we've crashed and we've burned and we've gone back (laughs) somewhere (laughs) beyond Mm. my lifetime, because in my lifetime, this I was brought up to have a respect for everyone. We, I just don't know. This is what's killing me right now with this stuff going on right now. That's unbelievable. You want to see racism? Go, go to parts of Africa, go to India, go, yeah. you know, like you want to see some Asia. real racism, <laughs> go to Asia for real, go to Israel where they maintain yeah. an, an Israeli Apartheid. dominant, uh, population and then why like the American and the mid European uh, countries were all just being slammed for racism and I do see racism but I ain't gonna say what form it's taking uh-huh. it's it, this is what I'm saying it's crazy so how did we get here from there because we were doing something and society was doing something and social engineers right i grew up knowing affluent black people one of my best friends her dad was the first doctor in meredith saunders was one of the he was the first black doctor eye doctor in iowa but he also invented like radio care autonomy or something one of those eye things which you're right so I knew lots of black people that were doing really well in the world. And I knew just as many down and out white people as I knew uh, others, other pox, right? People of Uh color. There was this sense of, of coming together in that stance. And I remember it was always the black community. I had a lot of black friends because I was rather athletic. I could do, um, I was the queen of the bars on the, on the playground and the queen of tenickling and double dutch and uh and i was a master braider so i was always doing cornrows in different people's hair and one of the things that strikes me now is where where are these people like how are the children of how are our children basically from this generation so racist? Where did I don't think it is from? the people from our generation. I think it's the people from like two generations down. The the young ones coming up that have been listening to all the programming and you know look at where social social media exploded in the two thousands. No, actually, later than that. When did it explode? <laughs> and like all the discords and all with the, the coming. Well, I th- I think it started before that, like with the coming of the actual internet. Like, um, 
fractal truth was just saying that he was just saying that he thinks the internet's pretty much what destroyed everything and i think i have to agree with that because you know i i think the coming of the internet made the world too big too fast and we didn't grow with it at the same speed uh -huh. and that's really a big part of the problem because we're still yeah. very much children with tribal the check and not mm. the technology we have you know yeah, yeah. you're right yeah and so and i think we get down to like how is it how is it that beetlejuice, beetlejuice in chicago how is it that she can She's come out racist. and say i will only do interviews with pox and then go She's home black and lick her wife's white pussy. Sorry, I, I got heated there, people. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> like, I'm getting, I'm well, getting heated that here. sounds like more kinds of internalized racism than I even have a stick to point at, Jesus Christ. But, I mean, what kind of hypocrisy is that? That is, yeah. that's unbelievable. And there's a it's lot It's the fascist of that. kind, the kind yes. of like. Well, the agenda behind it, I think, is to create a race war. I do too. Yeah. I mean, well, that's clearly. the only it's the only possible mm -hmm. outcome here because yeah things were fine until people started complaining about how bad it was when again it's just more people it's it's more of the narrative being driven that there is this problem mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter if there is or isn't the fact that the narrative says there is yeah the majority yeah. of people will accept that which goes back to our initial discussion about how the fuck are people so brainwashed? You know, it's just yeah. The social engineering has been on point. Thank you, Edward Bernays, Delgado, and MK yeah. Ultra, and yeah, yeah. Like, and it's it's interesting because you don't fix racism with more racism, oh, and that's uh -uh. that's what's going. <laughs> this is where okay, so. I can see in, uh, I'm not trying to take away anyone's victimhood. Right. But I will say all the pox I've ever known in my personal life have been people that have gotten up and done stuff and made right. shit happen. So mm -hmm. just like me who had no advantages, just like a lot of other people that in the world that had had no privilege or advantages. I don't care what color skin we're talking. This in the end is not about skin color. And obviously it's social engineering, but how in the hell, just, just, just looking at it, how does more racism fix racism? It doesn't. No. And it's created a divide and it's absolutely obvious and everywhere mm -hmm. and people refuse to see it except for the people that are going well the plan's going according to plan right because they don't yep. want to take shit about saying to going against the the you know the flow this is another thing too people don't want to speak out because they'll get canceled either by their friends or on social media or whatever so they just go they go along to get along and that's a big problem too i also yeah. you said pock in there and i want i just have a question i want to ask how is pe the phrase people of color any different from colored people oh i know uh, all of it how <laughs> is oh my how God. is blacks only no whites allowed any different from jim crow right it's not, thank it's you not, it's not but so you it's can't, all this see if you speak out against that 
you get the ad hominem attacks. You're a Nazi. Oh, you're a racist. Absolutely. You're I've, this. I've had it all thrown at me, Jerry. I know, I know. But I mean, that's and the fact that that's the response you get means there's no logical answer to that question. And right. It can't be debated with them because it's ideology. It's all emotion. <laughs> yeah. It's all feeling. Well, look at look Feelings. at when when <laughs> when they were everyone was tearing the United States up last year, and they're tearing down all these statues, and half the damn statues they are tearing down were civil rights figures for <laughs> yes. abolitionists, people that were fighting for the right for black people to be equal. And these people, these mother effers were tearing those things down too because they're ignorant of the past. They do not know. They see something that looks seemingly white and old and they just want to tear it down. And I think that's just an absolute crime. It's lowly. It is not using your frontal lobe. And uh, it's, it's ridiculous. I don't know how we've gotten here. And this is the problem. And this is why Gen X and above for sure, but there's the whole agenda that I saw, which was 30 and above. Why at this point, if you shut up all the older people that remember right. a world that was not systemically racist, that was actually coming up and out of that and addressing those problems for real and trying to make change. Uh, we got past the actual skin color thing in most, in most areas, you know, there are pockets again. And then here's the other big, 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 big thing. You don't have the right. Nobody has the right to tell me what I want to think or I want to say. As long as I'm not going out and harming anyone, and I could point my finger at a lot of people right now causing problems that are out harming people and silencing them, that's mm -hmm. an issue. And I'm not going to point out that a lot of them are doing this under the guise of systemic racism. So kill, kill all the, kill Whitey. And, uh, this is this is ridiculous and all of my pock friends i hate using that term we're all scratching our heads it's it's all just like what in the hell has gone on these these people are demon possessed jerry it goes everything, into possession everything is demons.com just like what you've been looking at nish for all these all this time yes it's like possession it is absolutely and but that's what i'm saying they knock us out they knock all of us out over the age of 30 that can remember a different world because these the anyone under it is not there's no comprehension of anything historical if mm -hmm. they just you know so that's what i'm talking about with yeah. massive civil rights figures and they're destroying that same statuary because if it just looks a certain way to them or if it's just old it's got to be racist right it's bullshit right it's just more generalization they can't they can't distinguish between the nuances of things it's like how comedy has been targeted by these cancelers cancel culture whatever you want to call it well, you, know, I'm you can't right even make a joke people. about anything anymore. No, you can't. Oh, God forbid uh -uh. anyone have humor anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm all right with people wanting to hate and have all, you should be able to do that. You, 
you should be able to hate me and I should be able to hate you. As long as you don't come at me with a knife or something crazy, you're good. You <laughs> I, know? Got, I remember I, yeah. a joke, a good joke. Want to hear the floor it? is yours, Jer. Yeah. <clears throat> so why did the Siamese twins go to London? Why? So the other one could drive. <laughs> <laughs> there's some old school oh humor for you that is some old school nice. oh yeah good. <laughs> yeah don't play any can they even play um sanford and son i mean red fox with and esther some of that face. stuff put in some dough and make me some gorilla cookies oh my god for real i love ann esther so bad oh, yeah. well Wanda Stikes and um, who else? They've got that new show, the Up the Upshaws. Um, I watched that. I think it's personally, I think it's hilarious. Outside of some true. of the virtual signaling, yeah. When I first saw it, I'm like, oh my god, this is old school '70s. This is old school uh-huh. '70s. And when I listened to uh, that terrible at the end of the season wrap up, which was terrible, uh, they. Uh, they indeed said we took our inspiration from, you know, Sanford and Son, and you know they named all these great sitcoms. Well, you can't play these sitcoms anymore. You know, actually, you might be able to. Uh, I I just can't imagine. I can't imagine. I'm sure Sanford and Son's playing somewhere, but I bet it's not on Nick at Night anymore. It's it's somewhere. TV Land. It's still on TV Land. Is TV Land still so, a thing? I'm looking. Uh, it's can watch it like on Hulu. No, I'm oh, talking yeah. about in network, so you can rent no, it. No, I don't think you can watch it on a network. Yeah, it's probably all on YouTube. Yeah, it and it was G- Fred. Uh, Mr. Fox was a mastermind at comedic timing. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, he's a mastermind. His stand up alone is so good, and. Uh, Again, what in the hell? How do we get here? So there, to me, that invasion happened because it's a land of crazy now. It's on Encore Black. Oh, oh, okay. Excellent. Well, I'm glad it's still out there. Yeah, me too. And so you probably couldn't have something is... All in the is Archie Bunker's show still up? Oh God, I don't. Now that Remember, that was had, yeah. Go ahead. He had Fred Samford. I mean, no, he had um, the Jeffersons living the next Jefferson. door. They spin. Mm-hmm. They did a spinoff of that. Oh yeah, that's where the Jeffersons came from. Right from Archie Bunker's show. Yep. So is that still playing anywhere? Um, TV Guide. It's on Get TV Network. Whatever the hell that is. It's on the Get TV network. So it's interesting that that's still kind of lingering on. Because that, you know, that it's, it's kind of like, Archie kind of, you know, that was his role. And so he, (laughs) that show. It's like everybody got it back then. And then we just went backwards into insane bill. Well, it's more than that. I mean, the Archie Bunker character was chauvinist and a racist and all these things that the rest of the show could showcase 
why you shouldn't be that way. It was, but then he would always come around to, well, I really don't feel this way. You know, I get right, why. Suzanne, blah, blah, they blah. brought yeah. up those social issues. Yeah, That's exactly. They did. The Jeffersons. And they worked it out. Yeah. That was the whole point when the Jeffersons mm -hmm. moved in next door. Yeah. And yeah. they brought up these social issues that were going on at the time and they became friends. Mm -hmm. And then the Jeffersons did well and they moved on up. Well, we're moving on up. Yeah. Know, like, <laughs> and they spun off and had that fantastic, fantastic that show. My favorite shows. Oh my God. It's so funny. My favorite show was Room 222. Oh my God. I remember I that love, show. Yes. God. With oh my Jack God. A. I met. How about Love American Style? Love oh, American oh Style. <laughs> what about you, you want me. multiculturalism? What about Fantasy Island? Come on, oh, we, yes. have, we have a little person in it. Uh, we even have a little person in that. All hey. I want from Fantasy Island is a decent white suit. <laughs> <laughs> right? Double knit, triple knit. The land of the shiny white suits. <laughs> Shiny so white funny. suits, or the love boat. You know that was a spinoff from Fantasy. Captain Stupid. <clears throat> yeah, they all Yeah, all these things were interconnected, and they were they were tackling social issues mm -hmm. in in a cathartic way, and that was part of the narrative in bringing us up in a healthier way to yes. seeing each other as people and yes. not as skin. Yes. Color. Now it's just reality stars screaming at each other. And what do you learn from that? Well, I get the people are learning <laughs> to be like that, right? Yes. The emulation yeah. thing. Right. It's horrible. It well, meanwhile, horrible. we slid backwards. <laughs> Down the razor blade of life. <laughs> what in the hell? So, well... This was a fun show tonight. Yeah. Definitely. You should just do this every week. <laughs> no, because then it's not, this is like, this is like, the, um, yeah, that's, you know, it's like getting the period once a little time. bitch fest. Right. I, yeah. <laughs> I kind of dig this because this is like, let's detox from the bullshit we've had to deal yes, with. Yes, exactly. I'm like, we can just detox. hang out and have fun and be friends and laugh and be serious, but still just laugh at all the crazy. And I like that part for us. Yes. And you know what? That's where I've come to. I just have to laugh at it because it is so insane. Even though my tweets are mean and full of cuss words, well, they're not really mean, but like against the system, you know, they're like, what the fuck? Whatever. So, uh, but that one, that one week, Jerry, when you and I were like making fun of everything and like, that was, we had the best time on Twitter. We should just go back to doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so done with Twitter. I just, I don't. Yeah. I made my account private. Yeah, <laughs> we've all made our accounts private. Yeah. It's like I, I just want to speak my mind and not have any repercussions, which is a pussy move. I know, I get that, but well, I don't well, want. I, it's I, a self-preservation because I have yeah. a real, seriously psychotic stalker, and so I just went ahead and like, mm -mm, no way, no access. Yeah. And you know, give yeah. me a break. Yeah. <laughs> Mammy. <laughs> There's no business like show business. Jerry, I need your nasal on that. Uh, you know my favorite <laughs> Ethel Merman movie is um uh, It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. Ah 
She plays excellent uh, film. She plays it's Max so funny. Bear's mother. Is that right? <laughs> Max Bear wasn't he Jethro? Yeah. <laughs> Steve's old boss got his ass kicked well, by Jethro. I don't know if it's Jethro or his dad. I think it might be his dad. I'd have to look oh, it up. Oh, maybe it's his dad. I know that's from the Beverly Hillbillies. Too. No, it's yeah. Jethro. Is it Jethro? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah Jethro Max plays. Bear. Yeah, Max Bear plays this. Uh, if you've never seen this movie, you should find it. It's great. It's like three hours long too. Oh the, yeah, it's like one of those classic epics. It's like from 1940 <laughs> or the 50s. I don't know, but <clears throat> and I'm going to totally ruin it. And it's really well done, and it's it's funny. And it's got tons of, it's like 50 cameos from people from vaudeville oh, yeah. all the way to modern times at that time. It's genius like that. It is. It starts out with Jimmy Durante um, dying in front of, he gets in a car accident, I think, and, and he dies. And before he dies, he tells people who stopped to help him that there's money buried from an old crime spree or something of his in someplace california santa rosita santa something or other in california mm. under a big w it's under a big w he tells him <laughs> <laughs> gotta go out there and get this money it's like a hundred grand i mean it's nothing now but back then it was like 10 million dollars and there were th there were three two or three groups of people who overheard this and the rest of the movie is them racing to the to find the money and it's um it's like Phil Silvers is one of the people, and Buddy Hackett is another one. Oh, God, Buddy Hackett. Uh, Mickey, Ro <laughs> Mickey Rooney's in it. The Three Stooges are even in it. I mean, that's that's how the gamut of, of cameo shots in it. So it's just it's, it's just this, like, three-hour uh, chase from wherever that guy got in the accident to, to find this, this money. And at some point, the cops, oh, yeah, Spencer Tracy plays a cop who kind of figures out what's happening and starts following them. It's, it's a great, great That's movie. funny. So, yeah, there are some, there's some good oldies out there. Yeah. Anyway, on that note, it's been a mad, 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 mad podcast. Yes, this has been fun. <laughs> yeah. We needed the laughs. Yeah. We got to have some laughs while we can, at least. Jesus. Yeah. We got to do it for the lulls. For the lulls, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's all for the lulls. It is. I'm doing it for the cookies. You know, if you're not laughing, you're not living. So. Well, the cookies are a given. I mean, you come to the dark side, you get punch and cookies. That's, that's right. I'm just saying. Oh, thank you, baby. I'm we in have the right place then. on the dark side anyway. All right, well, thank you, guys. Put a little sugar great. in my tank. <clears throat> Thanks, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Thanks for people in chat. You're all awesome. I didn't do your shout outs. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Thank you to Meredith for the super chat. Oh, we love, Aww, you. Thanks, we love her. Yeah, I'm going to start selling questions. Super chat. For no, I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. Yes. Thank I you, everyone kidding. in the chat. I or, will go back later in the Thank you, I? everyone. Yeah. And then this has been so much fun, Adam and Suzanne and Jerry. Thank you for the laughs. Yes. Definitely. And yes. I'm not sure. We're probably going to be out the next two weeks because I'm moving. So, yeah, Jerry's moving on up. Moving on up <laughs> to the side. His to boots are five and older. That's to right. Oh my god! Big old apartment in the sky. Your we're boots are made on, for walking. I could sing that whole song. I know all those songs. He's gonna have ladies lined up down the down the block. 
Can Why? we bring you some he's cookies, a Jay? Heartbreaker. <laughs> oh, Moonraker. <laughs> and dude, dude, you're Florida, gonna be fresh Florida blood, will, man. Florida will be like the land of science fiction. Women aren't old there until they're like ninety. Dude, I oh so I'll tell you a funny story. <clears throat> oh, yeah, this is absolutely. true. Absolutely, that's so, the Florida mystique. I was mm -hmm. uh, when I was down there two times ago. Yeah, like the first no the second. The second trip I went down, right, went to my most recent trip, I went out to eat one night. I ate out a couple times, but this one night I went to this bar called Gecko's, which is like a chain place down there, which is weird. And uh, I sat at the bar and I had I ordered fish and chips because I love fish and chips. And mm, this lady comes in and she's old. She's fucking old, like <laughs> gnarled up fingers old kind of lady and skinny as fuck, white hair glasses and she ordered a martini i think or something and we started oh, talking i can't remember okay. her name but by the end of our conversation i'm thinking yeah i could fuck her oh <laughs> <laughs> we did already, not see that coming sherry is already in the mode let the pussy so, flow i'm just <laughs> saying to your point <laughs> that's not you know they don't get old to their old you know if, if you're lively enough it's like yeah okay i can do that all you ladies i can throw a couple in... two three pounds into you that's right. All you ladies in Florida, watch out. There's a new cock on the walk. That's right. <laughs> and I charge by the stroke. All right. And he can pull out a mad Ethel Merman. Watch my cock. All right. I'm, I'm out of here. We're, we're out of here. Good night, everybody. I hope you had a good time. Bye-bye.